Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about predators and our myths. Beloved, we are going to talk about predators in our myths, right? They live in our villages. They live in our camps, our communities. They go to the church house with us. They go to the mosque with us. They are in organizations with us. They're in the Elks or the Masonic Lodge or I don't know, maybe they're in Omega, or Alpha, or Kappa, some kind of fraternity with us. Or they in the sororities with the sisters or their co-worker, their best friend, their family member. Beloved, we have predators that are in our midst, right? As a father, as a husband, we are, beloved, the first line of defense when it comes to how our family move around in this world it's unfortunate but we can't trust anybody the reason why we can't trust anybody is because the statistics say we can the statistics say that sexual assault comes from mostly all the time from somebody that the victim know this kind of activity hardly ever come from strangers right there's something going on that got the internet buzzing right it's a dude his name is polite his real name is Michael Noak Jr. And on Monday, August 16th, 2023, this Instagram influencer and book author turned himself in after being accused of sexually assaulting a 14-year-old girl in February, right? Online sources said that the author was sentenced to seven years in prison for sexual battery of a child, along with 10 years of probation. I had to put the emphasis on online sources that said it because I didn't I didn't see the source. Um, of course, you can always go and Google Dade County Clerk. You can look at the criminal case number and you can kind of sift out the information yourself. I don't want to focus just on this polite guy, right? This polite character because we live in a village where if the online source is true and this dude is going to jail for seven years with 10 years probation. Well, I'm not actually sure if that's enough time. 
Not only that, this happened in the state of Florida, so he, he's going to get some company. And you have men that are influencers and also religious leaders that's, that's going to give him some company. If not in the state of Florida, around the nation. Pastor Porkchop Robert Fenton is also headed to jail. Similar charges. The great state of Florida. Then you also got youth pastor Keenan Horde, right? Pastor Porkchop Horde got 13 counts of sexual assault. And his victim, his whole tally, his whole toll of victims could go as high as 30 people can be involved. They still going through the phone. They still going through the computer. This thing is real, right? You also got Pastor Porkchop Tyree Coleman. 43 years old. Out here presenting himself as a man of the cloth. Offering 17 year old males a thousand dollars for bussy. He get caught. He get charged with the promotion of child sex trafficking, rape, promotion of human sex trafficking, and a couple accounts of intimidation. The first line of defense, beloved, is indeed the father. The father and the husband is the first line of defense from predators. You have to be very careful no matter which circle that you are in. The want to be conscious guys. The want to be religious guys. Or girls. Or teachers now. Because how many days does it take between this case or another case? Because we just watching this one teacher. They do something with a student. And a couple of months later, it's another teacher. They get caught. It's the same old, same old. Beloved, there's predators in our midst. This is why, beloved, our religion here is the family unit. Marriage is our religion. Freedom, justice, and equality is our nature. Everything goes one and the same, but again, the family unit is so important. I came up in a generation unfortunately beloved that when a young lady told her mom about a predator because my generation the predators was the uncle and the predator was mama's new boyfriend because pops didn't marry mom so the new boyfriend becomes a predator and the daughter would tell mama and mama wouldn't do nothing the mama wouldn't do anything. The daughter would come or the son would come and tell mama, look, this was what's going on with your new boyfriend. This is what's going on with stepdad. This is what's going on with Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Lewis. Uncle Bam Bam. Mama wouldn't do nothing. Now, once sexual assault fall on the young ladies of our village 
the young men enjoy it. Can, can I tell the truth for just a second? Can we make it plain? Can we put the truth on the table? When young black and brown women are sexually assaulted, the young men of the village that's chasing pleasure benefit from that trauma because more often than not, the female that's in the village doesn't get professional help for this trauma. And sexually assault victims, they become more sexually open. And now they went from an older predator or a family predator or a close, you know, somebody close in a friend predator to now people their age, young men is taking advantage of their trauma and using them as objects of pleasure now. This is what generally happens. So the young man is not so pressed into you getting whole and getting healed. Out of the sake of their pleasure, they know something is off with you. They take advantage. So it takes a strong mother to stand up for that daughter because we don't know the play-by-play of this case, right? With this polite guy. But it looks like the mom heard the voice of the 14 year old and she did something immediately so we must command any mother that come forward for her daughter and she didn't play this game like will you always be lying and you always joke too much and you always say the wrong thing if it's the wrong thing just get it out because big mama say when it comes to the truth if it don't come out of the wash Beloved is going to come out of the rinse. So let's just get it out. And the truth will find its way. To the top no matter what. This is why though beloved. We are strong. Advocates of. Marriage. Not saying that. You're going to be immune to things that go on in the world. But I always just said though beloved. If you don't like your child's mother As far as You don't care nothing about how she make decisions And you can't stand how she her thought pattern works Why would you leave your kids Underneath the jurisdiction Of someone you don't respect mentally You don't like none of their decision making You don't like their crowds You don't like their circles So you stay away from that But at the same time Y'all have a child together Or children together And you can just sleep good with her dating new guys and bringing new guys over your most valued possession because your offspring as a man as a father is your most valuable possession this is how you live forever you live forever through your children and you would trust to have somebody else over yet you're in the same house and oh man beloved there's no way I got a couple of cousins that's educators. And the stories that the educators have, beloved. It is imperative, man. If you are, if you're, as a man, if you're a father and you're a single parent. And you just, um, you have to really take advantage of this, this technology. 
you gotta really be facetiming your child every day going to the courts having good visitation having good you know you got to put it where this child can live underneath your roof you got to really fight for that almost every day there was a time where the young girls they wasn't safe now it's the young boy the young boys ain't safe mama's new boyfriend or mama's brother got his eye on your son got his eye on your daughter and the level of sexual perversion in our community is unreal beloved there is nothing to see uncles go to the gentleman's club and their niece is on that pole they won't even get up and leave and go to a new club they'll sit there and they'll look at their niece some will even tip their knees. And she's up there half naked, dancing, and you can just see these guys are predators. We come from a village, beloved, where yeah, we we came we came down hard on R. Kelly as we should have. But we seen R. Kelly our whole life. We've been seeing R. Kelly since middle school. We've been seeing Robert Kelly since high school. We see the guy. That pull up to the come on now. Let's be come on now. Can we cook on this? We watched the guy at high school come up to the high school. He wasn't a student. He 20, 21, 23, 24 years old. Picking up Shamika and she in the 10th grade. She in the ninth grade. She a junior. And they get right in the car and we know. Come on, beloved. You two oh, what what's going on with? We don't say nothing. Materialism have took over. And you know what? The father is not in the home. You have to really make sure you protect the babies, beloved. You got to really, really, really make sure you protect the babies. This is why marriage, beloved, is so important to our village. It's important, man, because the first line of defense is the father. When I listen to a piece of the story, you're talking about Polite, right? And I don't know much about the guy, but they say he's a scammer. and He's he taking money and all this whole kind of, you know. And he got something going on, but I don't follow these guys that talk a lot. I don't follow them that much to, you know. Um, the thing that impressed me about anybody is discipline, right? When I see a guy that's disciplined, okay, I'm impressed by that. Um, me growing up in the religious world, I'm not impressed by fancy talk. Uh, you got a lot of gifts or spiritual gifts you know if you want to impress the average brothers from the village the spiritual gift that's going to get our attention is discipline you know what I'm saying all these I got this spiritual gift that spiritual gift you know I always I find this fascinating you know who needs somebody to come up and prophesy to them about getting a new house who needs that who needs somebody coming up prophesying to you that 
your new car, your new job on the way. Now, you at this one temple, and up the street, the guy that's over there, because there's something very new in this generation we didn't have. They have something called youth pastors. I, I don't even understand the concept, right? It's just something they people just do i don't know but this whole youth pastor thing man if you just kind of just do a quick online search on your feet not even something real not even no deep dive you will see that most of these sexual assault cases they all it's a youth pastor of some sort you know moving right along though right it's a youth pastor up the street and they're victimizing the children and the temple across the street, around the corner, the spiritual gift that they impressing folks with is you're going to get a new house, a new car, a new job. Where's the spiritual gift that kick in and say, I feel something in my spirit that across the street at this temple named such and such and such and such, it's a predator in there and we need to call the law. I ain't never seen that gift take place. They almost have bailout verses for predators and Touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. When I start hearing that, like, shh, here we go. There's predators everywhere. Oh, this is my partner. I came up with him. Knowing, watching your partner. Come on, dog. You about the high school? What you about the high school for? What you at the. This is your partner? This is your cousin? This is your brother? This is your uncle? Up at the high school and you know better. And you don't turn him in? Oh, you keeping the cold, beloved. I get it. Oh, you keeping it real. Oh, okay, okay. You, you, y'all still doing that? Okay. The hood got the hood codes forever. You, you a part of the no snitching code? So charity starts at home. So when you know Uncle Charlie putting his hand when he ain't got no business putting his hand at, you don't say nothing. Touching your cousins. Touching your sisters, you're keeping it real. And that cycle keep going on and on and on. So we must salute black women that did not have the money to pay for because this they need therapy, but this trauma not going nowhere. And they had to self-medicate themselves and self, I mean, work out of that slump themselves to be greater people. And they're living with that trauma to this day. They had to work themselves out of it because there was no place in the village to go. They must be saluted. They must be commended. Because it just ain't no, this ain't online now. I always say, beloved, if you got family members that are educators, they got the horror stories. They can tell you when something is wrong. It is nothing that many people do. We gotta stay vigilant. Beloved, I remember one day my one of my sons came to me. I want to think back. I want to say, because it's kind of, you know, they're, they're adults now, but I'm thinking back. I want to say maybe fifth or sixth grade. And um, my children went to school with the devils. You know, they went to school with devils. They never went. Um, being that I came out of the hood, you know how it is. You get a few dollars, you move around to another community, and then that community, they go to the school, and the school in their district now 
it's like a it's like a 70 30 split it ain't no brothers and sisters up in there you know what i'm saying oh they in there with the devils in that right and there's a lot of activities that these devils do and one of them man when you're young man it's this camping thing they love this camping thing going out for a couple of weeks and three four weeks and and uh i tell you a story right so i had my son come to me and he asked me could he go so uh he brought it to me he told me about the camping trip and then i asked him i said well what do you think i'm gonna say and he kind of he was puzzled for a minute I said, yeah, son, what do you think I'm going to say? You asked it. I appreciate you bringing it to me. I said, what do you think I'm going to say? And he said, well, you're going to say no. I said, okay, okay. We're going the right direction. I said, well, I'm going to tell you no. And you know what he told me? He said, because you don't trust people like that, Pops. You're not going to let me go nowhere where you're not there. (laughs) I said, bingo. (laughs) Bingo. If it ain't your big mama house or your granddaddy house or your auntie house, or don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. No, man, it's not happening. I got cousins, beloved, all over the place. All of us got children. Ask them how many times any of my children spent the night over their house. Ask them. They would say never. Never. Sleepovers? Never. Yeah, your your child, you know, your children get into sports and they meet new people and oh, we want to spend the night over such and such house. We no, it's not happening. No. It's not happening. I don't trust people like that. You, as my children, are my future. I can't do it. Now, when you get older and you have your own children, guess what? They still ain't going to be able to do it because I'm going to say no to that too. It's just the man that I am. Because Big Mama had a phrase and it stuck in my heart and the phrase that she always said was well you know I would rather be safe than sorry I would rather be safe than sorry and we're going to leave it there we're going to leave it there and I want to say peace and blessings to our brothers and our sisters that have to deal with the trauma of dealing with a predator in their past. You know, peace and blessings to them. Especially to those that speak out. Talk about it. Warn others because the statistics is what it is, man. It's your child is typically harmed by somebody that that you know it's no strangers now nobody coming off the street playing no no slick game it's it's somebody that you trust that's why you have to have your guard up so much at the church house I, I gotta end up with this you gotta really have 
you guard up at the church house because there's a lot of gullible people that everybody is trusting and um a demon is going to go to where there's easy access and people are trusting more right um religion is the only place that you can really go and you could think you know somebody and you really don't because you know um there's a term that we throw around called the man of god or the woman of god and let's do the math on that if we can just real quick let's do the math on that if i don't know your favorite color your favorite food uh, your favorite music or your favorite movie I don't know you That's just how I look at life Like well I don't really know you If we meet up at a place Any kind of religious place And uh, I may see you Let's say For about two or three hours on a Sunday And let's say I go to the temple Excuse me I go to the temple in the middle of the week Let's say for a couple of more hours So let's just say roughly a week I'm hanging out with you for about six hours a week. Um, six hours a week is only like 52 weeks in a year. So you do the math on that. I don't know you. Um, my big mama, you know, she wasn't that trusting like that neither. So I remember when we went to the church house, um, all of us had to use the bathroom together. You know, we had ushers that was there, but she didn't allow ushers to take it to the back. It was it was a lot of stuff that she just didn't do it. You know what I mean? Um, because, you know, again, she's coming from the position that, well, I'd rather be safe than sorry. These are my children. I know I ain't going to do nothing to my children, but I can't. I really don't know what other people. So, yeah, this is my brother. This this is my sister. That and this is Deacon. This and this is Deacon. That. But no. Um, now. You know, what I have seen is this whole youth pastor thing. You got to be very, very careful with that, right? Because when you have fatherless young men and they're looking up or they're looking to or they're looking for a version of masculinity and fatherhood that they can connect to. When they go to the church house, that's where they're looking. So they're kind of gullible. And anything that the quote-unquote man of God is saying or doing, it's it's looked at as like, um, you know, it, it's looked at a little more. It's, it's Because there's no father, it's looked at a little bit more deeper than maybe it should be. Let me say it that way. Um, typically what comes... With after the service is going out to eat, going out to dinner, and then if you are impressionable, you are a young 11, 12 year old, and you're hanging out with a man because he has a talent, you don't really know him. So he could be a, a good pastor, good speaker, could be an organ player. He's a youth pastor, who really knows? And this youth pastor is typically late 20s, early 30s, so there's a gap. Because manipulation is not hard for an adult to a child, it should be somebody else present there. There never should be a child left alone with an adult 
that's not a parent or a guardian. I just don't believe in that. Um, I don't even say family member. I say that's not a parent or a guardian because it's just not like unless this child is to an age where they're like 17, 18, they can look up for themselves. They're in the upper teens, but small children, no, not so. I don't care what your title is, it's just not what it is. I use the church as an example because if this is a place where people are striving to do right and I'm not with that, I'm not going to be with nothing from a school activity or um, athletic organization. I ain't with it. So the first line of defense, it has to be the father because the father allows the mother in that household to get a break. The mother is human. So if she's the custodial parent nonstop all around the clock, she may take this or take these chances of her children or her sons or daughter being, you know, a little bit away from her with somebody that she may not really know for the sake of kind of getting some rest, recalibrating, you know, trying to. And that's when things get tricky. So this is the importance of the father on the spot, man, you know, um. You can go to certain religious temples, man, and these young men are being offered to go out to dinner, go out of town. Well, I'm preaching out of town. You know, can your son ride with me? And your son is so impressionable and man, it can get tricky. I was raised in a church where I could tell you how it can get tricky now. But when that father's there, he's like, no, nah, my son ain't going to do. We take him to dinner ourselves. No, nah, he ain't going out of town with you or across town so you can preach over here. He gonna walk around and, and tote your book bag and tote your book. The briefcase and you're like nah ain't, we ain't doing that like that's not what we that's not what we're doing over here no my son can't go with you and you the coach and he got to stay after and you you the coach and you got to take the kids you know you the basketball coach the football coach and you want to take them to lunch or dinner and then you taking them all to the movies and hanging out and they going back to your house and no we're not doing that bro so predators are looking for the easy you know and where they're most trusted is key positions, key positions of leadership, whether in the minds of the church or athletics, some kind of organization. And we just got to be on post. Beloved, we just got to be on post and we're going to leave it there. We're just going to leave it there. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Always have a line of communication with your children man the, the takeaway from this story even though we don't know the play by play by play this 14 year old something happened the mother identified it they jumped on it ASAP the 14 year old was not afraid to say yo this happened that happened I did this that and the third and that's what it is it gotta be a level of being comfortable where you can say things and you know always remember this when my sons were small, I used to tell them, hey, an adult should not be touching you here, here, or here. I gave them the game. I don't give a fuck what's going on. No adult should be touching you here, here, and here. And if anybody, you come to me, you tell me, Pierre, I don't give a fuck. And that was the play. But I knew, beloved, as a father, as a husband, I was the first line of defense we're gonna really really now we're gonna leave it there 
Peace and black power to your family. Beloved, I thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Consciousness Form Podcast. We got to stay vigilant. If something happened to your children, that doesn't mean you were less vigilant. Because a predator is a predator. All we can do is put up as many stumbling blocks as we can. That's all we can do. Until next time, this is Big VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Don't trust everything you see. Even salt looks like sugar. People pretend well. Remember that. Stop being so easy to trust people. You don't know these folks. You don't know what they didn't did, what they're doing, and what they're about to do. Stop being so easy to trust people. You don't know these folks. You don't know what they didn't did, what they're doing, and what they're about to do.